Welcome to a special episode of College Town Talk. I'm Jonathan Frank. And I'm Shan Stout. And today we are honoring the life and legacy of Michelle Huddleston. Michelle's title at Tennessee Tech was Associate Director of Residential Life and Service Learning, but she was so much more. She passed away on October 21st, leaving behind a husband, three daughters, and a large void in the community that she loved and served so well. Michelle was a two-time Tennessee Tech alumna who returned here to work nearly 15 years ago. And while she left her mark on so many areas of this campus, she is perhaps best remembered for leading Tech's food pantry efforts, including during the aftermath of the March 2020 tornadoes and the COVID-19 pandemic. Michelle was a 2021 recipient of Tech's Wings of Kindness Award and was presented with an honorary key to the city by former Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton. And Shan, I know that you crossed paths with Michelle uh, from time to time in your work at the Visitors Bureau and her work at the university. And uh, like so many other people, you've got your Michelle stories and memories that I, I know you're uh, reflecting on in these last few days. Well, Jonathan, I can just tell you, she was Cookville's cheerleader. It was one of those things where she understood the term, it takes a village. And she was willing to use her two hands in any capacity that was ever needed. And we'll talk a little more about that in these interviews coming up. But she was the first to raise her hand and provide help if someone needed it. And that's just a beautiful legacy that she has left behind that I would encourage everyone to take a closer look at themselves and follow her example. Well, and speaking of Michelle's example, we're really thankful to be joined today by a handful of Michelle's friends and colleagues as they share their stories and memories about Michelle. We're gonna be hearing from Dr. Rob Owens, Dean Katie Akins, Karen Likens, Sandra Bohannon, and Ricky and Shannon Shelton. And we really appreciate each of them taking time to share uh, what was really a personal tribute uh, to Michelle's legacy of service to the Golden Eagle community in the Upper Cumberland. And more than that, the friend that she was to each of them. That's right. Now, up first is a very personal conversation with Tennessee Tech Chief Diversity Officer, Dr. Robert Owens. We're now joined by Tennessee Tech's Chief Diversity Officer and a longtime colleague and friend of Michelle's, Dr. Robert Owens, and we know him as Dr. Rob. Dr. Rob, thank you for joining us again today. What are some of your best memories of Michelle? Yes. Uh, first of all, thank you, Shan and, and Jonathan, for allowing me to, to share some thoughts about Michelle. I, I feel so privileged. She touched so many people. Uh, the, the, my first, some of my first interactions with M Michelle well, all the way back to, gosh, 2007, maybe. I think it was 2007. I had a summer program that I had written a grant for through the Tennessee Board of Regents, uh, the TBR. And uh, this summer program allowed me to bring just a, a small handful of uh, incoming freshmen. These were students that had already planned to come to Tennessee Tech University. Um, but uh, I'd written a program, a de developed a program, um, that would bring them um, for the month of July, and they were gonna take uh, a couple of classes. And we were gonna also do a number of activities with them. We were gonna do some traveling, um, go to do some um, 
facility site visits. All these students were STEM students. So we were, you know, we were going to Nissan, we were going to Eastman. Um, but also built into that program was a, a big service project. And uh, over in Clay County, uh, they had been hit with a very bad tornado. Uh, and so it was up in the Upper Cumberland, this tornado. Uh, and I guess it must have been maybe like uh, late winter of 2007, if, if, if my timing is right. And so they were still trying to get things together in recovery uh, in that summer. And Michelle was instrumental in me, who had never really done a service project. Um, she was instrumental in me being able to put a very specific service project together for these incoming freshmen to go up to uh, Clay County and do some very important work with some uh, child care centers up there where the they had lost toys because the facility had been damaged very badly. Uh, and also, we also partnered with the music department um, on, on some of that. But Michelle was very instrumental in that. And so that was kind of the first time that I can remember working with Michelle. And even though she was doing the work, you would have thought that she had been doing it her whole life. And that, that was something that came out even in the uh, funeral uh, last week uh, was that she, the work that she did that many of us know her for, she was doing that same type of work. She had that same heart and spirit about her uh, from a young child. Um, and so that's the first one. Uh, the second experience I had with her was, uh, I'll be kind of general and then I'll be very specific with this second experience. Um, uh, a, a couple of years after I had become assistant VP in student affairs, I was able to have Michelle report to me. And so I had a couple of direct reports and she was one of them. And so we, uh, we'd have these staff meetings and, and we got to know each other uh, quite a bit better at that point. Uh, and we were already friends because we were in the same division, but now she was reporting to me. And um, many would know this that would hear this. Michelle was tasked with being the volunteer coordinator. I, I, I'd rather say volunteer director for uh, the Blue Cross Bowl, which is the state of Tennessee's uh, high school football championships. We hosted those here for several years. I can't remember how many. I'd say maybe a decade or something like that. Well, Michelle did a yeoman's job of coordinating volunteers. Uh, she didn't, and this was something that, that I inherited when I inherited her. She didn't, there was no extra money necessarily built in for her to do that work. Um, and what many people wouldn't know unless you worked with her in uh, Volunteer Central, which was the brains of the operation, or you were someone that was really close to her, you really didn't have an idea of the large task it was to staff, uh, you know, gosh, six football championship games spread out over three days. Uh, it was as if she never left Tennessee Tech University in those three days. And and I, I gained a different level of respect for her watching her because when I became VP and sort of, uh, and at this point I had gotten her as one of my colleagues in direct reports, I wanted to be present over there. I wanted to see what she was going through. And um, after sitting over there for several hours, a couple of years, uh, and not even on every day, it, I was amazed. And so my, my respect level for her went up because she did that work well, and she did it. Uh, she did things to make that program one run well. Couldn't, couldn't run without volunteers, first of all. And we're talking about hundreds of volunteers. She did things that she didn't have to do to make it run well. 
Um, and so I would suggest that Michelle Huddleston um, and anybody, I would argue with anybody about this. I know there were a, a lot of dollars that rolled into our community because of the the, the Blue Cross Bowl. Um, and it was a huge impact for our community and for our university from a recruitment standpoint, we like to believe. Um, but that couldn't have gone on without Michelle Huddleston. Dr. Rob, I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's my big experience with Michelle as well. She not only was navigating all those hundreds of volunteers for the 30,000 people coming to Putnam County for the Blue Cross Bowl, but I mean, those are 15, 16, 17 hour days. You're not kidding. You work nonstop and you have to be there. But then she turns around and she joined the Visitors Bureau's Fair Brigade, which is our volunteer program. And so you would think that after Blue Cross Ball, she's like, okay, I am done with this. This is so much. This is the only thing I'm going to do as a volunteer. But she was literally the first round of volunteers to sign up to participate with other events that came through the Visitors Bureau. So her heart for volunteerism and philanthropy you know she really put her boots to the ground there she didn't just say hey volunteer for this event but she was an actual volunteer and I think you know leading by doing um, is the most beautiful way that you can volunteer your time you know is to say I'm going to lead by doing the things I'm asking other people to give of their time. I'm not just telling them to do it. I'm doing it with them. Yes. And she was just a beautiful soul that way. And I'm glad you added that part in. She, cause it just, it, it lends what you said leads us to the idea that she served beyond uh, what was asked. She did what was asked of her well, but she served beyond that. And, and that's one of the most beautiful and, and honorable things about her. And, and, and here's a phrase as we're talking that I would like to lift out about Michelle as I think about her, um, uh, her, her work and her, her being is that she lived to serve. Um, like, so living for her meant serving. And if she wasn't serving then she wasn't living. And that leads me to the last point. Um, and this is, uh, this is my last, uh, live memory of her. So we, and I've shared this with quite a few folks already. But uh, the last home football game of the 2023 Cookville High School football season was a couple of weeks ago. It was uh, that Friday night was the night before she uh, before she she passed away. And <laughs> I have a son that's a junior uh, playing football there. And so, you know, you got the senior night. So all the senior football players go by and. And then they're doing the band, and and, and I already know I, I might lose some friends based on what I'm about to say, but so I'm sitting there with one of my with one of my, my youngest son, and when I looked at him, I said, "Man, I thought we were here for the football seniors, because like we did the football, then the band's coming by, and they've got more seniors than the, than the football team, and then and then the dance team comes out, and so." I've started to make jokes. I was like, oh, so it's all of the fall anything players or cheer or band. And and then and I saw a little friend from church, uh, uh, a young lady from church and her parents, and I kind of perked up. She's on the dance team. And then uh, uh, I remember hearing Ray and Michelle Huddleston. And I looked up and uh, and I had forgotten that she had a daughter 
that was that age that was graduating. So her, her middle daughter is a senior. And I looked up, my first thought was, um, by this time I knew she had the cancer and it was all in her body. My first thought was, I know this girl is not out here at this football game. She needs to not be here. <laughs> that was my, just, just Rob being Rob, right? And she being my friend. And I looked up, uh, I'm sorry, um, she's in the wheelchair. Uh, and so her husband, uh, Ray, who many folks know, Ray's worked here at Tech a long time over the facility. There he was rolling her across the track. And uh, my last memory of her was just so fitting of who she was. She was just smiling and waving. And you would never have known, because she was in a wheelchair, you would have known that something was going on. But you never would have known that she had cancer uh, all in her bones. And she may have very well been in excruciating pain. And so when I think about her living to serve, I, I don't, I have a perspective of what I have seen of her in work. And I know we have similar faith values. And so we resonated on that as well. I believe in the Lord. Um, but um, I don't know her family well. I've just heard her talk about her family over the years. Um and I've seen her family here and there. Of course, Ray works on campus and she had a daughter that uh, graduated from Tennessee Tech, her oldest. But I just got to believe um, in seeing her that night and the way she went out of here, from my perspective, smiling and waving, that she not only lived to serve the community and those that were underrepresented or marginalized or uh, low income, um, but she she lived to serve her own family. Um, and I believe she has left her family a very, very, very beautiful legacy, um, just like she's done the rest of us that uh, had the chance to work with her and, and maybe even be her friend over the years. Um, of course, people say if you met her once, then you were her friend anyway. Thank you, Dr. Rob, for honoring Michelle in this way. I know she uh, was so loved by so many. You're listening to a special episode of College Town Talk as we speak with friends and colleagues of Michelle Huddleston, who passed away on October 21st. Joining us now is Tennessee Tech's Dean of Students and Assistant Vice President for Strategic Initiatives, Dr. Katie Akins. Dr. Akins, I know that you worked with Michelle over many years and saw specifically how she served Tech students. What would you want our listeners to know most about her legacy here on campus? Oh, Michelle. Michelle was my friend. She was a wonderful colleague, and we in student affairs miss her so terribly. Um, what we'd love for people to know is Michelle was exactly who you think she was. She was a giver. She supported students, and she was always the first person um, to offer help and assistance when someone was in need. Um, that's why the pantry thrived. That's why students in our residence hall had such a wonderful experience and support is because Michelle was such a giver of her time and her talents. We just really appreciate Miss Michelle. And I would like to say, I really do appreciate the efforts of our Vice President for Student Affairs, um, Dr. Cynthia Polk Johnson. I know she's been on the show before. Um, she has really led us through this this terrible um tragedy, this terrible experience that we're all having. Um, really appreciate her leadership during this time. 
Well, thank you, Dean Akins, for such a wonderful tribute. We're now joined by another one of Michelle's colleagues, Sandra Bohannon, Tennessee Tech's Assistant Vice President for Health, Wellness, and Well-Being, and Director of the Mark Burnett Student Recreation and Fitness Center. Uh, Sandra, we know that you had an enduring friendship with Michelle. You also did a lot of work behind the scenes this past week and coordinating meals and, and food for the family. What would you want our listeners to know about Michelle? It's kind of hard to get it into a short conversation. But I guess my my big thing with Michelle was her servant's heart. And she had a goodness about her that just made you want to know her better, you know. Um, helping people was definitely her passion, especially when it came to our campus and our students here. Um, from from her first position here, which was a grant-funded position, to her last in residential life, she just remained committed to that student experience. And she was always ready to make the next big idea successful, whatever we were to come up with. You know, she was right there with us. We all know that Michelle's, one of her biggest passions probably was the pantry. Um, and she was so very proud of it and how many lives it affected and how it helped our students um, have food and not have to worry, not have to worry about, you know, where, where something was coming from during the week. Um, she called me one time and she was telling me about she had a big donation. And so, you know, I'm thinking she she's had a donation of food or maybe five hundred dollars or something like that. But it was an it was a commercial size freezer. And she was immediately talking about how she had to start a list because we were going to have to take the doors off to get it in there. We were going to have to do this and that. I mean, that's the kind of person she was. You you give her something and she immediately, you know, starts planning. And and the result was always spectacular with Michelle. There was there was just no failures with her. Um, if you needed volunteers, she was your go-to person because again, students and staff, they wanted to work with her. They wanted to work for her. You know, they wanted to do that greater good. When when the tornado hit, Michelle was just Johnny on the spot. She jumped right in. She did what she needed to do. She started making those lists again. Um, and then when COVID hit, I mean, you know, that was, that had all of us scrambling, but Michelle still, Johnny on the spot, had her list going. She worked with health service. She worked with Res Life, again, to make sure our students, they had healthy snacks while they were, while they were sick and trying to recover, um, and, and to have any kind of food that they could like, prepare in their rooms for themselves. Um, it, Michelle and I were really good friends and, Part of that was through the years of just knowing each other at work, but little things like we had such a love for animals. So we were always talking about our, our latest rescue that we had or whatever. And Michelle and I always knew that we had a prayer partner in each other. So no matter what, you know, whether it was something good or something bad, we were always, I mean, she's one of the first people that I would reach out, reach out get the phone and call. And I, I think that's what I'm going to miss the most. Sandra, thank you so much for honoring your friend in this way. We appreciate you coming on the program today. We are now joined by Tennessee Tech's Vice President for Enrollment and Communication, Karen Likens. Now, Karen, you've been here at Tennessee Tech for more than 25 years. 
So I'm sure you've seen a lot of people come and go, but I know that you've said that Michelle was truly special and you would not be the first one to say that. What was it about Michelle that made her so impactful to this community? She was action. She was solution oriented. She was what I call love in motion, right? There was no feeling that she had that wasn't followed up without some kind of activity, some kind of help to others. So where some of us may say, oh, that bothers me. Someone should help. I don't think Michelle ever had that thought. Her thought was, I need to help right now. If I don't have all the details or the information, I'll figure it out as I go along. All I need to know is that someone is in need and they need a solution. And I'm going to do my part to be the solution. I, I find her irreplaceable and unique. And I don't use that word lightly um, in that sense. I've never really met anyone with, with the combination of the caring and the ability to just get it done. I love that she, um, from what, what we've heard and what we personally know, she was a very giving person, a very selfless person. And uh, I call her the Insta volunteer. She's the first one to throw her hand up when mm -hmm. anybody said, you know, we need volunteers for whatever. It, mm -hmm. it did not matter if it was a, a personal cause of hers that she felt passionately about or just someone in the community needed a, an extra pair of hands. She was the most willing person. I've ever met. And um, I couldn't agree more. So when I think of Michelle, I always think of her in her very first role when I knew her. And there's a little bitty what now serves as a closet off the hallway across from the cafeteria here at Tech. And service learning was brand new. 15 years ago, nobody knew what service learning was. Um, and she had a part-time job and some grant funding that wasn't permanent. And that job was iffy, right? Would it exist? Would it last? How does this work? We put a sign up over the door that said service learning. And I'm convinced to this day that there would not be a legacy of service learning unless Michelle Huddleston was the one sitting in that little bitty room full of students every time you walked by and she worked it. A lot of people can speak to her passion um, and caring nature, but her work ethic is something that I think students learned and that stuck with me. So you'd walk by the door. Some days it'd be closed because she was working part-time. The days that it were open, there's students packed in there and, and, and they're working, right? There's stuff everywhere. And I always think of her sitting in an office thinking, how's, how's this going to work? How's this going to end? Who's going to support her? Who's going to uh, recognize how important this work is? Um, and just because of her, and her ability to show what was possible. Service learning is now something that is a priority at Tennessee Tech. We filled out forms to be a nationally recognized university for our service learning efforts. She kept all those statistics. She led all that work. She went to the classroom. She got the athletes. Um, so what service learning is today at the university, I think I have um, a pretty good perspective on how that developed, and it was because of Michelle. Karen, thank you so much for taking your time to even add and bolster Michelle's legacy and all that she meant to so many of us. 
thank you. Appreciate the opportunity to just to make sure that we don't forget and that we continue to honor her. And by doing that, um, we will keep her legacy alive. To close out our program today, we're honored to hear from former Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton and his wife, Shannon. Ricky and Shannon are also the founders of the nonprofit foundation Better Cookville and recently launched the Trackside Food Truck Park on Cookville's west side. Most importantly, they were longtime friends of Michelle, her husband Ray, and their daughters. Mayor Shelton, you had a very moving Facebook tribute to Michelle after her passing and called her, quote, the definition of kindness and selfless service to make the community better. Uh, can you and Shannon talk more about that for our listeners today? Absolutely. Um, you know, my um, our first um, interaction with Michelle was about volunteerism. Uh, that's what she was known for. She was literally the queen of volunteers. And, you know, she, when Blue Cross Blue Shield Bowl came to Cookville, she was the person that was put in charge of, of helping organize all those hundreds of volunteers that it took to put that event on. And I became mayor in, in 2014, and we wanted to, my wife and I wanted to bring family-friendly events to the community. I knew the, the very first call and person that we had to have on, on board with us was Michelle, and, and she was so gracious and, and so kind to say, absolutely, whatever you need, we will, uh, I'll help do it. And um, and, and Chan can talk about this in a minute, but I mean, literally every, anything we came up with, she was always first, well, what do we need? I can organize the tech students. I can organize. And she did spreadsheets and contact. And, you know, we started out with, you know, slide cook field and all the, that took about two to 300 volunteers each, each year as part of red, white, and boom. And then we rolled into Christmas in the park. We started that event and and we had downtown ice, which was an ice skating rink downtown. And again, she was there to, to organize that, but not just organize it. She was also working it. She, she would sit in this little building that we had on side and she would sell the tickets and, and check the volunteers in. And, and um, I, I, can, I can go on and on, but I'm telling you the hundreds and thousands of hours that she put in to help us put these events on and ultimately help and love on the community and that's that's what she was all about yes she would get to um the venue wherever we were early as early as us usually and she would be there till the very end and um the weather's never that great in july and in december it's you know really hot really cold she was there I mean, she never complained. She was there. And I like to say she was the queen of volunteer and Ray was the king of voluntold. So whatever she was volunteering, she voluntold him how to help her carry it out. And man, did he. They were just dynamic. They were. And, you know, with us for so many things and 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 developed a great friendship, which we value. Um, but, I mean... I don't know anybody that could do what she did, who would do what she did, just freely. And 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 never wanted 
credit. Never. It was always a, a, a making it happen behind the scenes person. Never wanted the spotlight. And when when I left office, you know, I gave her a key to the city. I actually, got presented to her and Ray, and, and we did. And and I want to I want to I think it's important to to say because this is her heart. But gave her this and. It was framed and, and told her it was because of, you know, the, the friendship and support and the guidance that she gave us over time. But I, I think it's really important. I want, if you'll let me, I want to read the, what she said in a post after I gave it to her, because this literally sums her up. She said, I cannot tell you what an honor it is that one of the last things Mayor Shelton did during his term was to grant this amazing honor to Ray and me. When he presented it, and he said that he valued our support, friendship, and advice over the years, and this is a token of, of his appreciation. He has no idea that his words meant just as much as the key that he was presenting. And yes, I did almost cry, y'all. A key to the city, really? We are still beyond shock. Truth be told, we do it again for another term. The amount of events and family fun he brought to our little town was worth all the long days our family and his spent making them happen. Those types of things are easy to support, things that matter to and make a difference for the kids in our community. We were honored to be a small part of that. Our family will forever value the friendship of the Shelton family and all the other families we made friends with along the way. That sums it up. Yeah. I mean, because it was not just the two of them. Their girls were with them. And, you know, our girls and their girls are kind of the same age. And so... They're running around and, and our girls pitched in, you know, their girls, our girls helped when they needed to, even when they were little. I mean, you know, 10 years old and they're pushing people down the slide. And, you know, it, it was just a great community and family relationship. Mayor Shelton and Shannon, uh, thank you so much for, for sharing that tribute with us today. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, Shan, I'm so glad that we did that. Uh, this this was such a, a special episode, I think, and it was really powerful to hear uh, Michelle's friends and colleagues give those tributes in their own words. Yes, it, it really highlights just the magnitude of her impact, not only on Tennessee Tech, but across Cookville and the Upper Cumberland region. Absolutely. And we, we really want to thank all of our guests today, uh, Dr. Rob Owens, uh, Dean Katie Akins, Karen Likens, Sandra Bohannon, Ricky and Shannon Shelton. Uh, we just appreciate them sharing their time with us. Uh, something that you heard from many of our guests today was about how the food pantry at Tennessee Tech was such a significant part of Michelle's legacy. The university is now working to officially rename the food pantry uh, in Michelle's memory. And what a fitting tribute that will be. We're going to post a link in our episode description where you can learn more about that and give towards that effort. Thank you all for joining us for today's special episode. And we'll see you again next week. Mm -hmm.